0: Now we can hear you. Hi, low. <laughs> Hi, Welcome hello. to the show. Like my mood swings. <laughs> Hi, low. <hello. laughs> Help. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. Uh, don't you have something to read?
1: Sure. In the beginning, God.
0: <laughs> Genesis, chapter one, verse one. <laughs> um. Well, welcome. Um, I have one more thing to read. Oh. In this show, (laughs) we talk about religious and personal trauma. It's like a bonus. (laughs) (laughs) Religious and personal trauma. But wait, there's more. (laughs) 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 We're versatile in the sense that, well... No, we're not. <laughs> no, <I'm> not. <laughs> Neither one of us are versed. Let's be real. Actually, we should talk about that later. Anyways, okay. <laughs> our episodes often include subjects centering around manipulation, gaslighting, coercion, toxic masculinity, p- to- <laughs> toxic masculinity, mm-hmm. masculinity, patriarchy, shame, guilt, brainwashing, emotional, mental, and <laughs> physical abuse. If any of these topics are things you don't want to hear today, please feel free to skip this episode. Your mental health is always the top priority. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers and cults. Why do I stop saying that? I don't know. Why don't you join me? That's I don't know. I didn't want to be by myself. I there. did that last <laughs> th- I know. None of us <laughs> want to be by ourselves. I did that last <laughs> time, too, where I said my line. In th- Let's do it again. Welcome to It's Our Turn. Queers, Queers and in cults. cults. That's so much better. It sounds nice, right? feels good. Anyways, um, how are you? How's it going, Tony? I feel like I don't even know you Oh, anymore. hi. My name's Tony. Um, my <laughs> pronouns are he, him. Oh, yeah. My name's Aiden. My pronouns are they, them. Welcome to the show. Welcome to this show this this show that we um, give out advice that we refuse to follow <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's called the circle of life. <laughs> it's called therapy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh no, but seriously though I've been thinking about that like we come on here and we talk about all of these things and then we like we leave and then do I do any of it? no. I do some of it. Yeah, that's actually true. no. We do things because we a lot of other things we talk about is from our own experience. That is true. Like, that's that's true. Whoops. The growth and everything that we've been through. So, so yeah. So we're not talking about things you should do. We're think, talking about things we've already done. You remember church? Let's oh, talk about church. Too much. <laughs> too much. <laughs> do remember, I remember was, church? You
1: go to church and it'll be like, this week we're gonna do this and this and this and all the you know we're gonna pray more. We're gonna do. We're gonna whatever. We're gonna fast. Nothing happened. We went home and abused our
0: wives (laughs) (laughs) and jerked off in the bathroom to pictures of men. (laughs) My dad didn't even make it to the parking lot. We get into the car and my dad would be yelling and screaming and like complaining and being mean. Just like we weren't, we hadn't even left the church parking lot. I'm like, you already forgot who Jesus was. <laughs> sure. You did well, you have amnesia? You just walked out. <laughs> you were just in church. You, you were just talking to Jesus your eyes out to God. Yeah, exactly. You were just you were teaching Sunday school, telling other people how to be a good person. What the fuck happened to you? <laughs> did you not listen to anything you said?
1: Apparently not.
0: Such a hypocrite. Yeah. It's so ironic.
1: I love that. That was that was fun. Cosplaying. It um, was confused. <laughs> cosplaying <I> as like <laughs> cosplay. Just cosplaying as a straight Christian. We were. Co- <laughs> No, every Sunday and, and
0: Wednesdays, uh, it was Saturdays too, uh, unless there was something going on. Unless there was a uh, like a church rally or something going yeah, on, yeah, church rally, a t- revival or something. Oh. <gasps>
1: um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, every Sunday we would, our, my family did this little thing where we cosplayed as like this nice little happy family, happy family mm-hmm. for a couple hours yep. and.
0: Yep. Just like a convention, you put on a costume. <laughs> yeah. Then you leave the convention, you take beautiful. off the costume, go back to being sad.
1: I wish I could find—we fa- had—the church had a um, family photos. Like, they had—every year they would take pictures of the families and post it on the wall. And you could see, like, all the families in the church. And ours, I, I wish I could find—it was so professional. Like, we just were like, uh, sachet. <laughs> and <laughs> Dante, you
0: stay. Did you have like, did you, did you do the 80s like glamour shot with your hand I think I did. You could face? tell I was
1: gay, even as a child. <laughs>
0: yeah, because you had your hand up and your hand, you had your arm up and your hand bent. You were like, yes, <laughs> you were in the middle of a death drop. Of course, they knew you were gay. <laughs> <laughs> you were um, walking across the church stage.
1: <laughs> they're like, come here for a picture. And I did a cartwheel into it. <laughs> <laughs> <Ta-da>! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's my pose, sir? <laughs>
0: good times yeah it's funny the shit that we did god did you ever dance in the spirit that's the one that gets yeah. me dancing in the spirit it was spirit. fun i liked it, it i loved it i cannot i have not been able to like reproduce that again i have really yeah drag has been the closest thing i've come to but i haven't um the only time i can
1: do it is that when i'm at the school cleaning
0: Oh, At night, dance. and
1: there's nobody around, and then I know that nobody's watching, and I can just, I can just dance. And See,
0: I can't do that. I'm so pent up. I'm so wound up. I can't even like let myself be free, like by myself. Like sometimes, if I've had like a glass or seven of wine, then I can like a pretend, glass or seven. I can, <laughs> I can pretend like I'm a dancer, and I'll be like, ah. and actually, I'm not. It's really fun. I'm like, I wish I could just, I wish I could find that freedom elsewhere. You yeah. know, like, like uh, outside of Pornhub. <laughs> no, I don't have freedom and I basically have to like close my door and pretend like no one's watching before I can like Nobody is my... watching. <laughs> Jesus, is. Jesus is Jesus is, he's watching. Which yeah. you know Yeah, he's like motherfucking Santa let's Claus. Let's talk he's about all... how <laughs> let's talk about how kinky Jesus must have been. If he was always watching, he knows we watch porn and Jesus is always watching. What do you watch? What do you get into, Jesus? Huh? What do you get into? <laughs> what do you get into? You just watching everybody's porn over their back, being like, "Um, oh, not that one." I'm going to. She's just
1: like whispering in your ear, like, "Keep scrolling." Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Type in sugardaddiesforsale.com dot com or whatever. <laughs> sugar daddy sale. <coughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, what were we talking about?
1: Twelve wise men. Or oh, not wise, this time, Let's talk about his disciples. Let's talk, let's about, talk about. Let's disciples. talk about disciples. First of all, just want to say to anybody who's listening. Go, oh, my God. To anybody who's Christian.
0: Jesus was gay. What? Yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to anybody who's Christian listening. Nobody, first of all, <laughs> nobody's listening. <laughs> no. Second of all, <laughs> nobody that is Christian is listening. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what were you going to say, though? I want to hear. If you're Christian, this show might not be for you.
0: <laughs> if you don't have a sense of humor or trauma, ah, there be for go. you go. Yeah. You could be Christian or listen to this, still get into it. It's like watching Family Guy. I, you know, genuinely, I think so. I think that the show would be great for people who are uh, religious, still identify as Christian, because <clears throat> you know, you know, the best business people talk about that they have they intentionally put people on their board that disagree with them. Because you're never going to grow if everyone around you agrees with you. That's true. You know, like if you're really good at one type of art or if you're really good at one type of leadership or you're really good at one type of whatever, if everyone else is only good at that one specific type of thing, that's the only thing you're ever going to be able to accomplish and you will plateau. So you have to keep people on your advisory board that don't agree with you so that you're... Everyone's viewpoints are constantly being challenged. That's how you grow. So I think it would be very, <coughs> I, and, if, and I don't know how to approach this um, because I'm still, it's, it, it still gets a little like um, uncomfortable and a little like there's still a lot of like triggers and stuff. But, but not with the current pastors because I don't know the current pastors, but with the last pastors, some of the people under the last leadership, some of the, I had talked to some of the people at Faith Center in Eureka. Um, again, I don't know this current new leadership, but I talked to them about doing like a, like a, um, like a presentation, like a small presentation about like, Hey, I'm a queer person. I grew up in church. This is what my experience was. This is what we went through. Here's some of the things that you, that, that here's some of the things that churches tend to say, and here's how queer people hear it. Mm-hmm. and here's some history, and here's some explanation on why, like, here's the verses that are typically used against queer people. Here's why they're misinterpreted. And, yeah. you know, like, basically like a, uh, a queer LGBTQ plus sensitivity training <coughs> for churches. Yeah. Um, and they were very interested in it. They were very in- – but I just – I didn't pursue it because it was a little scary for me. And It is nerve-wracking. Yeah. <coughs> but I think that that would be really helpful for a lot of churches, honestly. Yeah.
1: I think so too. Um,
0: uh, first of all, <coughs> sorry. Why are you sorry. dying? <laughs> Stop dying! This is very awkward. I still have a lingering cough from mm. when I had the cold. It go- it's nasty. It's a nasty cold,
1: and it was like it's getting better. It's like way better, but mm-hmm. like it's one of those things where it's like just Stays lingering. Forever. Yeah, <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> hence, lingering cough. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But what was I saying? Like oh, the trauma from my parents
0: lingering. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: therapy, uh, please. Therapy, <laughs> I'll take, please. I'll take therapy for three hundred, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> um, that may be a <clears> joke, <throat>
0: but you're not lying. I have been looking into therapy. There was I've been trying to find a therapist. There's this one therapist that said they are they uh, operate on a sliding scale. I don't know who it was, so don't ask. Um, they operate on a sliding scale. Their sliding scale. Was two hundred to two hundred and fifty, per session? Yeah, I would. Their sliding scale was between two. It started the lowest was two hundred and the highest was two fifty. Oh, I'm healed, girl. If (laughs) I can afford two hundred, I don't need a sliding scale. If I can afford two hundred dollars a session, it it being two fifty isn't going to be the deal breaker.
1: Jesus Christ, I'm gonna go back to Jesus. Because I can't afford, well, I can't afford Jesus. I mean, Jesus he didn't either. give
0: me anything, but also he didn't take. You know what I'm saying?
1: Like, <laughs> I take it's, it. it's free to talk to Jesus. <laughs> I didn't take anything. Oh, uh, yeah. God. He had one job, and I'm still gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> Let's talk about
0: results, people. Let's talk about <laughs> results. Results, Exactly. If there was a review for, like, Jesus, Be you like, get, like, how many gay two people? stars, How maybe. many gay people? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All you had to do was change him. You're all powerful. What's going on? Exactly. Yeah, what's going on there? That's Jesus loves gay people, and you know he does because we are the ones that are keeping everyone in check. We're the ones that are making everyone look good. We're the most dramatic ones. We're the most charismatic ones. People want to follow gay people, even if they don't like them. Yeah. Why is everyone so obsessed with us? Why are you so obsessed obsessed with me? me? I want to know. Um, Straight (laughs) women, cis straight women, obsessed. Why Republicans, you so, oh, oh, Republicans <coughs> in Texas. Obsessed. Uh, listen, obsessed you know with gay so people. Funny because Pornhub. Everyone's talking
1: about us. Pornhub can uh, Pornhub is able to obviously track what's analytics, what's yeah. being looked up, and Texas, the highest uh, looked up thing on Pornhub is trans porn. Oh yeah, and that's mm-hmm. where being trans is like mm-hmm. the most dangerous, one of the most dangerous besides Florida um, and the other southern states, but like. And yet, that's the number one? Like, all these closeted motherfuckers out here hating hating bitches and then out here jacking off to them
0: at the same time. Let me tell cis, straight, Republican men think about dick more than I ever do. I know. I mean, I may be on the asexual spectrum, so that's not the best comparison, but still, (laughs) the fact remains... They think about Dick constantly. Yeah. Constantly. And they're not gay. They're quote unquote not gay. Listen, what's on your mind the most is who you are. You know, they say with you you know, they say you are what you eat. You have been eating a lot of ass it sounds like. I I,
1: I used to be a white sis. Oh, wait a minute. I no. used to be You used to cosplay. I was oh, I am a white sis. I used to be <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're also a cis. <laughs>
1: I used to be a uh, Republican, hardcore conservative.
0: Oh, did you think when you switch from Republican to Democrat on your voter registration, did you think you were going to die for a little bit? Like that God was going to strike you? Yeah, I did for sure.
1: I, I really felt like... like it almost felt like this little rebellious side was like, or like, like you know that mm-hmm. feeling of like take that
0: Dad. yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like something so dumb, it's so yeah. so like that no one's going to be able to check up on or would even care about. I mean, my dad would; he would. But I mean, listen, at this point, me voting rep a Democrat instead of Republican is the least of my father's worries. <laughs> oh, you know what I'm saying? My 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 parents. I remember when I had a Bernie Sanders.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I bought a Bernie Sanders mug. Uh, while I was living with my mother and um, I had it in my room and she came in one day to sh- what to, you? to talk to me or something and we we're like maybe like folding some laundry or something in my room And or make sure you weren't
0: watching porn up again
1: probably but uh, she looked she sees the cup and the look on her face She, she looked it was like this Yeah. Like her eyebrows were skewed. She didn't say anything, but like the whole time she was like, as I was talking, and I saw her look at it and I just acted like she didn't see it. And this, she didn't hear a word I said. She didn't hear a fucking word because she was in her own little world thinking, why? How the fuck could you support somebody who cares about human rights? You know, like.
0: How dare you support someone who wants equality for everyone?
1: Yeah. I mean. We don't have to get political here, but
0: no, well, you know, we are gay, so we already are. Yeah, we're By forced. Definition. We're forced. Mm-hmm. To we, yeah. <laughs> to the Listen, there's a way. lot of choices that we didn't get. It's co- actually, you know,
1: I think one of the things is a lot of uh, people are like, "Oh, I'm not into politics," and it's like, "Are you a human being? Are you alive? Are you alive? Are you benefiting you... from
0: rights, or or are you um, not it, receiving yeah. rights that you deserve? You're political. It it." Everyone is political. Yeah, like even like not making a choice is still a choice.
1: Yeah, you pay taxes,
0: Mm -hmm. or you don't. Either way, that's political.
1: Yep. And but yeah, for like for queer people and people of color and anybody who's um just under attack basically by this white supremacist fucking nation. Has to be in the political world for our own human rights, our own humanity. Like we're forced
0: into it. Yeah, we don't like we don't have a choice. I, that is one of the things that really frustrates me about like <clears throat> what I have a hard time with, and I, and I hope this comes across the way I mean it. I'm willing to I'm willing to fight and advocate for everything that I can. I really want to. I genuinely do. But I have to be in a safe, secure, um, stable place to do that because. <clears throat> If someone who is not stable tries to advocate, it will make them less stable. And if so I'm j- I'm gonna get real trigger warning. <clears throat> my challenge, my end my end result, if I don't take care of myself, pardon me. I struggle with like suicidal tendencies and and that and, 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 and unaliving myself. So if I am not extremely proactive about my health and my mental health and my stability. That's where I go. So if I try to advocate for something, for my rights, when I'm not in a stable place, it's just going to make me more unstable. And the less stable I become, the closer I get to my darkness. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So (coughs) forcing someone to advocate when they're not stable can be actually very dangerous for them. That being said, when you're queer, you don't get the choice to be to advocate or not. You have to. If you want to stay alive, if you want to live, if you want to have rights, if you want to exist, if you just want to exist, you have to advocate. You have to be political. You have to fight. And that to me is so sad mm-hmm. when a society, <clears throat> especially if you have religious backgrounds, has caused so much trauma that requires 110% of your focus just to remain stable, much less find happiness. And then on top of that, they're like, well, if you want to just have basic human rights, you also have to advocate. And you're already like, I'm at 110% and you're asking me to give another 50, 75% to advocate for myself. I'm basically giving the energy of two people just to exist and that's with exists with nothing. That's not like, I want to get married, I want to have kids, I want to like... That's just like, I would like to have a house or a home or a roof over my head. I like to have transportation, I like to pay my bills. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's something so de- dehumanizing about hearing,
1: oh, do you want to have human rights? Well, you got to vote for me. Yes. It's extremely fucking de- like. Well, you better vote for me if you want to keep your... If you want
0: basic human rights. (laughs) If you just want to (laughs) exist. Not a higher pay, not equity, not over and above. If you want to have food and you want to be able to afford your rent and you want to be able to walk down the street without the fear of being murdered for just existing, vote for me. No. Everyone should have that. Yeah, you should be advocating for whatever is your passion. Advocating for <clears throat> anything and above that doesn't affect basic the human bare rights. Bare fucking minimum. Yes. <laughs> like, come the fuck on! Like, I shouldn't yeah. have to be basing my vote on someone who's going to allow gay people to maintain the right to get married. That's bullshit. That should. It is twenty twenty three. Why is that a platform? Yeah, that and people are building on. And then you vote for these people, and then a
1: bunch of states pass. Anti-trans and anti-LGBTQ laws, anyway, and they do nothing
0: about it. So it's like, wow, <coughs> cool. Do you know that people are? Um, I don't want to say protesting, as in like they're going to protest, but they're up in arms about the fact that they're going to be two non-binary people performing at the Macy's Day Parade. They're losing their shit, and someone like stitched it on Reels or TikTok two and was like, non-binary people are going to be performing. at the Yeah, Mesa Alex Day Newman, parade. I think, is their name. Um, they're uh, they were on Glee. These people don't even know what non-binary means. No, they just know that it's not straight, and they don't like it. <laughs> they <laughs> that's think it. It. that's it. You're not like me, and I don't like it. It's queer, so I must hate it. This is. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the straight people. Let me tell you something. Let me clue you into something. You ready? <laughs> nobody cares about you we don't fucking care you can live your life you can do whatever the fuck you want you can reproduce every other day apparently you do you can have whatever the fuck you want none you of have us every care. thing we don't care just leave us the fuck alone we're not interested we we're not, we're not, we're not we don't want anything from you i don't want you to pay my bills i don't want you to support me i don't want you to agree with me i don't want you to like me you can fucking hate me for all I care. Just leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. Let me live my life very, 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 very far away from you. Could you imagine? No, because Could it's you... never fucking happened.
1: <laughs> Could you imagine if straight, specifically the white straight cis people in this motherfucking country, if they just left queer people alone, and
0: like, if they just left anyone alone, just, just fucking leave, like, like your opinion here. Secret, secret. Here's. Your opinion doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. No one cares. Your opinion is irrelevant. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> does. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't expect what I... I don't expect what I'm saying right now to have any kind of bearing on straight people's lives. <laughs> no, you know what I'm saying? But it, but doesn't, it never would. Not, it would go no, right over there. exactly. Heads. Because no one's Like, it doesn't... It doesn't matter in the big scheme of things. People talk all the time. But, you're, like, just leave me alone, you you're, know? You're just so used to having everything go your way yeah. that anytime anyone says, like, I don't agree with you, you fucking lose your shit. You lose your shit, you know? Yeah. My father does not have the capacity to be disagreed with. And that's, that's fundamentally, I feel like, that's the issue. So many of these people have just never experienced someone disagreeing with them, you know? Your father is a psychopath. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He should be institutionalized, probably.
1: Oh, my gosh. That reminded me of Trixie.
0: We are Trixie and Katya. <laughs> and I think we both know who's who, you know? Yes. Well, now I need to know. I am
1: Katya, and you're Trixie. Obviously. Because Trixie's dark. She has very dark humor. Oh. Dark. <laughs> I
0: was like... What <laughs> Trixie are you talking about? <laughs> Which Trixie are you talking about? <laughs> oh, God. We really are. I still think we missed an opportunity to be Trixie and Cutie for Halloween. But I don't like Halloween, so that was kind of a... <laughs> you don't like Halloween. Oh, I like Halloween. I don't like... People, <laughs> you don't like holidays. <laughs> I, I like to, but the the night of Halloween, everyone just fucking puts on laundry and goes out and gets shit faced and is annoying.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I, mean, I mean, maybe I should experience that at least once. But somebody
1: like, rang my doorbell. I, I told you that somebody rang rang my doorbell uh, at one o'clock in the morning, and I ran out there with a hammer.
0: They just wanted candy. Oh, it was college. No, people? it wasn't.
1: Yeah, it was. It was either drunk college that's what i was thinking drunk or it could have been kids ding dog Doordashing, or whatever Listen, <laughs> and I, <laughs> fucking
0: I would have if it was college kids i would have been like college people i would have been run out there in my laundry and been like if you're gonna wake me up in the middle of the night you better make it worth that <laughs> <too."> <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, get God. in here right now just i'll run you out there and deal the helicopter let's just suck my... on something sweet <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh my God! Uh, I think
0: we need Jesus, actually. Yeah, let's <laughs> repent. <laughs> oh, no, um, I think we should do. I think we should get together sometime and legitimately repent. No, um, okay. Do good. Trixie Katya makeup? Oh, like I'll do Trixie makeup on me, and then well, I'll do Katya makeup on you. You're disappointing so many Christians by saying that. <sighs>
1: I was like, repent? You're like, no, do no. tricks and Katya makeup.
0: <laughs> Listen, everything about me disappoints so many Christians. Are you <laughs> kidding? Um,
1: oh, quick. I wanted to uh, shout out. Um, shout out. I want to shout out. Uh, Ooh, are they giving us money? No. Unfortunately. There's no money to be had. But uh, just because they're amazing and I've gotten a lot of help from them already. Uh, Queer Humble. Queer Humble, you can follow them on Instagram. Instagram, you can go to their website. Uh, Queer Humble has a bunch of they do a, a lot of shit. A lot of resources. A lot of resources. Help. They mm-hmm. have a, a whole calendar um on their website. Just look up Queer Humble on Google and you'll it's like really? the first tab. Um I'm Yeah. Doing that right now. They're pretty amazing. I don't
0: think I've looked up their website. I know I follow them on
1: Instagram and Facebook, but They came to our school to um Oh that's right to teach uh I got that was lark right Lark's yes amazing. Uh, they came and taught uh, just to educate and help um, the staff with um, equity and and you know uh, uh, LGBTQ uh, students and stuff like that and it was like so amazing they were so educational um. Like, I learned shit, and I th- I'm, like, I'm a queer person who does, like, a, on a queer podcast. and, and Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I felt like I was a child there being educated, and I was just like, wow. <clears throat> it was beautiful.
0: They do have a lot of – they have a trans – they have an advertisement for a trans non-binary youth support group, but then they also, right next to it, have um, an advertisement for parents and caregivers of trans non-binary youth support group, mm-hmm. which I think is really important because a lot of parents – there's not a lot of education on how to support your queer kids. Yeah. And so sometimes even parents that want to be supportive don't know how. Exactly. And and, and uh, I, we are not responsible for knowledge we don't have. I say that all the time. We are not responsible for knowledge we don't have. So yeah. it's understandable that you may not, if you don't know how to support your queer kids, that's understandable. So thank there's you, There's a difference, Humboldt. there's a huge difference between ignorance and willful ignorance. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm Mm-hmm. sorry i'm eating keep
1: talking <laughs> uh but yeah a lot of a lot of you know you could be ignorant in a, in a subject or a, or a topic or something just not educated but you can also be willfully just don't fucking care or don't want to know or yes. p- plug your ears close your eyes that's willful ignorance. There's a
0: whole, there's, yeah, you're, there's a huge difference between I want to support you and I don't know how, and I don't want to support you. Mm-hmm. And granted, sometimes those look the same, but they're not. And it's very important to know the difference.
1: Yeah. But yeah, Queer Humble has a lot of resources. Um, also for uh, um, LGBTQ youth uh, uh, that are struggling um, with. Like, maybe you have abuse in the family or or you're displaced or um, going through whatever at home. They have a lot of resources for that. So if you just contact them, you can actually um, email them, I think, at uh, info. Oh, I can't remember. Just, look. I'll find it. I think it's info.queerhumble
0: at Gmail or something like that. I'm looking up the contact us page. Info at QueerHumboldt.org. Info at QueerHumboldt.org, okay. You can also phone or text 707-502-2890. Yeah,
1: they're really good. There's
0: a lot. And There's they respond like
1: that. Like, you expect a response within 24 hours, honestly, because that's how quick they are. Lark, <laughs> I,
0: so the person that runs Queer Humboldt, I believe, is still Lark, and they're yeah. Lark is an amazing person.
1: Lark, I believe, was... Um, a uh which it was mentioned during the uh, ethics meeting it was uh, was a superintendent mm-hmm. I believe the first trans uh superintendent in California
0: really I know they were superintendent of a school here <clears throat> but I don't know which I don't remember which one I helped uh coordinate their the day of coordinate the day of their wedding just recently, oh, beautiful! Mm-hmm. It was a very beautiful experience. Oh my gosh! The only wedding yeah. I think I've ever cried at. It was beautiful. There's at one point where there was just a room full of queer people, completely liberated, dancing their hearts out <gasps> to like Lady Gaga. It was one of the most oh, beautiful things I've ever seen. That's so sweet. There, it was like pure happiness. It was the same feeling that I remember from church, but yeah. it wasn't toxic or tainted uh. with with shame or guilt or expectations. It was just actual liberation and happiness I
1: love that it was beautiful yeah he was talking about uh, his wedding at the meeting oh yeah and I was there I hope that great He was talking well he's, it, they were talking about queer joy um, and saw that. There was so much of that, and he uh, he said, "My queer joy it was being able to marry the love of my life." Oh! And he started crying, and everybody, I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like,
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, it was it was very beautiful. It was a very beautiful, and it, oh, it was the the cer- I didn't get to see the ceremony because I like helped get the ceremony started, and then as soon as the ceremony started, uh, the person I was working with took over, and then I went to the reception to make sure that was all set up. But the ceremony was beautiful. I heard there was it was witchy. It was love that yeah. It was they had a salt ring and like they had the pointing to the north, south, east, west, and they like acknowledged. It was very. It was really cool. That's it was beautiful. Really awesome. Yeah. Um, I believe. Well, I
1: don't know for a fact, but I believe that he um, has uh, the like the Jewish faith.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: the The wedding, the ceremony was was Jewish. Okay. As well. Yeah. Because uh, they were talking about, they were talking about how you know religion and and especially in school settings how you can get like oh you're queer you're going to hell kind of mm. kids mm-hmm. interactions or even teachers, um and how to um combat that, <coughs> uh with the information bias and stuff. Yeah. But, uh. He, yeah, one of them, one of the uh, panel of people who are so amazing. Oh my god, the panel. Um, they're just a lot of them, just young adults um, who are queer who got to give a little testimony and and talk to the people. And oh, just, that's amazing! It was so beautiful.
0: I love that. So
1: it was much. so like colorful, like it was like looking at a rainbow. <laughs> Unironically. But, like, everybody was so unique in themselves and actually authentic. Like, it makes – it really, like, makes you think, like, am I leaving authentically? Like, am I really, like,
0: you know, like, being who I want to be? And, like, how do we know? How do you find that out? I've been asking myself that exact question for, like, so long. Like, am I actually being true to myself? Like, what? who do – I had a um... – um. I had a conversation recently with someone and i said i said the phrase i don't know who i am without my trauma like i've realized that all of my relationships and and all most of my interactions are based on like uh, based are built on the fact that i have trauma and i don't know how to interact with people outside of that. Like, I don't know how to build a relationship on my personality or my talents or my strengths or just who I am or what I love to do. I don't – or just me. I don't know how to do that. I, I genuinely don't. And so it's it's hard for me to know, like, I don't – like, what do you want to do with your life? Who do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what, well, like I mean, I don't at the same time, I felt like it was so
1: recent for us to be just discovering who we are now. I mean, we have changed. Like we have yeah. kind of like Oh, for sure. Evolved into that person. But there's so much more. Yeah. You know? And it's like uh I guess it's kind of just being open and giving yourself grace and and just moving along and um keep letting that, that part in.
0: Yeah, I just don't know, like I always wonder if I if I'm doing that or if they're like is there a way to...
1: Well, if you look at where you are now versus just 10 years ago.
0: I mean, well, yeah. March is going to be 10 years since I... Wait, No. August was 10 years since I came out. This is my my 10-year... My you came out in August? Of 2013. I thought you... Well, what about March? March was when I got my diagnosis. February is when I did drag for <sighs> the first time. March is when I got my diagnosis.
1: I was hoping March would be like, you're coming out, but no, it's
0: your diagnosis of it's my 10 year march will be my 10 year anniversary of my hiv diagnosis yes but august was my 10 year anniversary that's my birthday march, march is your
1: birthday so well that explains yeah we're toxic
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'm toxic if it makes like i did i mean i know this kind of sounds sad but i remember march more, more than i remember august because august was like a it was definitely a turning point of me um me realizing that i wasn't the problem that like Christian's views of gay people was the problem, not me. Mm-hmm. It was oh, definitely, yeah. you know, it was definitely <laughs> my, like, coming out and really accepting and acknowledging and saying, yes, I am gay. <coughs> I am queer. But March was the turning point. March was the, like, I mean, I almost died. Like, I yeah. genuinely, like, my, my I, I was dying. Yeah, it was very terrifying. Um, but it was also a forced turning point. I had to start focusing on myself because I had health issues now. You know, mm-hmm. and I had to Get I had to, I had to get healthy, and I had to get better. And part of being healthy is mental, and so I had to mentally accept who I am, so that the physical could improve. You yeah. know, let's talk about that uh, moment of
1: that acceptance of being queer as a Christian. There's that every queer person who was Christian grew up Christian has this or openly queer person has this point where they have to unless they grow up in a liberal christian world where it's okay to be gay episcopal churches are really good for that anyway mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um but there's like this moment where you have to like it, like you get to a point where i think it's like almost out of exhaustion because you fought and, fought and fought and fought and fought and and then you get to a point where Either I have to accept that this is not going away or I'm going to die. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's literally it. That's where you're at. That's what you're left to. You are going to die or you have to accept it and actually change your mind or open
0: your mind. And I mean, I quite literally had that exact moment. Like, I'm either like, obviously me being gay was not what was killing me, contrary to popular belief. Like. And, and and you know what was also an added layer to that was coming out as queer and then getting HIV 6 months later was definitely I know for some of my family was and would have been a really good opportunity for me to realize my mistake and now I have a permanent I have mm. a permanent problem from being gay but it was actually quite the opposite it actually settled into me as like a the problem was I didn't use protection the, yeah. prob- the problem, actually, what I realized was like, because I had been so guilted and shamed for being queer, I was seeking validation in any way possible, and I was and I was participating in risky behavior mm-hmm. because I didn't love myself, and then no one ever taught me to love myself. Yeah. That's what caused me to. Those choices are what caused me to... Also, I mean, too, it's very common for, I don't know
1: if it was your experience, but lack of education. Because you're not... Because Christian parents have the audacity to not teach their kids about sex Mm -hmm. at all. Or, like, like even just heterosex. Nothing.
0: I wasn't even entirely sure. At that time, I wasn't even entirely sure. I knew where... Any of the places I could put a penis were, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you just roll like, dice. Yeah, exactly. It's just, I'm I mean, assuming that it's between the legs where mine is, but I'm not <laughs> entirely sure. No one's told me. Yeah, like there's the no education, none whatsoever. You're just supposed to figure it out. So it's yeah, it's which and, is and, terrible. Yeah, and, <clears throat> and 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 so for me, it was very much I was able to, you know, I don't know how, but I was able to like very much take this situation and put it in the box of lack of education in. And lack and like lack of self worth, yeah. not being gay,
1: you because yeah. unfortunately, so many um, bigoted Christians uh, will take that opportunity to be like, "Look, see, you're following Satan's God's path. Punishing you, God's punishing you. This is this is because you know Satan and the devil, and you know, obviously, it's evil. It's proof.
0: My, it's proof that yeah. it's evil, and that is so also
1: dehumanizing.
0: <laughs> My family in church definitely not. Overtly, but like definitely believed that like HIV was a punishment for being yeah. gay. Yeah. You know, my, they genuinely they really did. I've l- heard my parents say that. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, <coughs> I, I, I can't speak for them, but I, I have the feeling and I have the, the view. I know for my sister for sure that like her watching me be who I am, live the life that I am, it has been very challenging for her faith in the sense that like. I love, like my sister loves me, adores me. (laughs) And so it has to be challenging to being like, okay, we've been taught that gay people are sinful and wrong Mm. and are bad people. My sibling is gay and queer and they're one of the best people I know. Mm -hmm. So one of these concepts is wrong Mm -hmm. and it's not my sibling So it must be that gay people are bad. Like I know that has been challenging Mm -hmm. for them. That kind of challenge, which is a healthy challenge, you know. Yeah. But um, and that that's where, like, honestly, if you grow up in
1: like a small town, um, if you grow up in a small town and there's you're just so used to like one type of people, and you have all these views, these kind of like bigoted views towards other people just travel a little bit go meet other people intentionally outside of your small goddamn
0: fucking like you have
1: to be intentional about getting outside of your bubble and actually because it changes everything just that little bit even like using social media if you have to get on a group to where you can meet Pe- like go ahead and befriend a Muslim. You know if you're yes. a, if you're a Christian and you never find w-
0: someone who is exactly the opposite of you and make friends with yeah, them. Yeah,
1: like you never, you know, you've been taught all your life that Muslims are evil and all this, and like go befriend one, go talk to them. You'll find out they're a human being. Yeah, just and like you. They-
0: <laughs> yeah, and then like, what's what's that saying that like they, you pull your pants on one leg at a time, just like I do, which I don't. I usually, I pull I put my pants on very differently every single time, <laughs> and it's usually in a. Uh, uh, did you turn me down? No, your mic's cutting out. Do you want to switch mics? Let's take a break, actually, and figure out the mic. Testing situation. one two three four. I can hear you now, just fine. I don't know what's happening. Don't move your mic. Don't touch your mic. Can you hear me now? <laughs> touch yourself. Don't touch your mic. What <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Richard. We're not here to. Listen, I don't want to. I don't want to talk to Richard. <laughs> Oh. Okay, let's take a break. Do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. Okay, we'll make sure the mic is, is, is
1: I think it's is a, okay now. I just maybe I just have to lift it up. I had to like massage it for a you second. You
0: raise me up.
1: That's what we're listening to. That's now it. I have okay, in
0: the
1: perfection of my mind. Oh, oh, oh
0: actually a very nice singing voice. Thanks. Mm-hmm. My
1: boyfriend tells me that, and I kind of don't believe him, but he likes it.
0: <sighs> your boyfriend's really nice, and it's annoying.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm just
0: kidding. You both are very cute.
1: It's really annoying because
0: I'm not used to it. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about let's your... talk about trauma. <laughs> let's, talk about, let's talk about your intimacy issues. Let's <laughs> 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 talk about how you have a problem with people. <laughs> How's it make you feel? How does it make you feel, or not feel?
1: <laughs> or not feel, yeah. Yep, yeah, nobody can, uh, you know, nothing makes me more uncomfortable than being kind to me and also giving me a boner at the same time.
0: I know. So weird. So weird. I'm like, I'm strangely appalled and turned on at the same time.
1: <laughs> yeah. little braided R here, but... <laughs> Uh, my uh, <laughs> but I'm gonna say it anyway. Please do, I'm excited. <laughs> my boyfriend makes me come. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's it, that's, just... <laughs> that's the beginning and the end of your statement. Quickly,
1: quickly, quickly. Yeah.
0: like he, you know, so you're of... like actually really attracted to him. Yeah, weird. I'm demisexual, by the way. So you're only attracted to people that demisexual means you're only attracted to someone that you have uh, like some kind of emotional connection with. Yeah, so. In the
1: past, um, when I was, like, hooking up a lot and doing all that, um, it was very uncommon for me to finish. Mm -hmm. Um, To
0: climax. Yeah. Because there was no connection. Yeah. And that's what you need. That's, Mm -hmm. yeah. I don't, I, I genuinely don't, like, I definitely think I'm on the asexual spectrum. I don't know in what capacity. I haven't been in a relationship in, like, 13 years, so I don't know what, (coughs) I don't know what, uh, in what capacity, like, I am, but, but, um, yeah, it's not, I, it's, it's, I I look at, like, like, I was listening to an audiobook recently, and there was, like, sexy scenes in it, and I'm like, I don't understand, I don't get this, like, they're talking about, like, oh, I saw them on the stairs, and I got, I immediately went from tired to like aroused, and I'm like, What, dude? <laughs> Why? If I'm if, so, if, if someone I'm attracted <laughs> to, if someone was on the stairs and they were half dressed and I was exhausted, I'd be like, Perfect, we're halfway on the way to going to bed. Like, I'm tired. Tonight. I swear
1: to god, uh, last summer I was painting a lot, and it was painting. like for yeah, from I'm a custodian, so during oh, this Oh,
0: I thought I was thinking like artistic painting. No, like, no, no. You're so, a painter? No, no,
1: no. Uh capitalism painting. Um <laughs> <laughs> not the fun kind. But um there was one moment where I was I ch- decided to listen to um an uh on Spotify, I decided to listen to like this gay lover sexy little story. Yeah, oh yeah, those are fun.
0: Oh, those I I found some on Patreon. Holy shit! I I
1: didn't like it. Really? Yeah, I listened to it and I was like, "This is so cheesy. This is disgusting." Like, it's not. It wasn't. It wasn't disgusting. It just was cheesy, and I didn't. I wasn't getting hot and horny over it. It didn't do it for me. It did, like, I was just like, "I have a profile
0: for you." I, you have a prefer for me. I have a profile for you, hunty. Um, it. It, seriously, I don't remember how I came across this guy probably in Pornhub. I mean, where else? <laughs> but he does, like, erotic like, he does it's like it's like a conversation between two people but you only hear his side. And he's like, talking, and it's like these sex scenes, you know, like there was one about, like, him going to see his boyfriend in who was studying in the library and he's really horny but his boyfriend's studying for a, a test and It's like, but come on, baby, come on. And then they have sex in the library. And, like, it's his side, what he's saying, you know? (sighs) It was so, it's so hot. I'm about
1: to spray you with a water bottle. Where is it?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's so good. I'm just telling you, it's out there. That erotic, like. I mean, some people like that.
1: I mean, it's really good for some people, but. Sometimes, like, if
0: I'm, like, in the mood, but, like, not feeling whatever, I will go find gay erotic. Uh, stories and read them and that is what like gets me going I I love it
1: let's talk about queer movies
0: why (laughs) they're all dumb most of them
1: no well yeah Mm. But Heartstopper. Well, yeah, we all know you love Heartstopper. You Let's...
0: watched it, Heartstopper 2 and you cried. You told me you texted me while it was happening. I cried
1: one time. You hypocrite. <laughs> it was alright.
0: It was good. It was amazing and beautiful. And I, didn't I even loved it.
1: And finished the season.
0: <gasps> Get out. You're no longer. I... Here.
1: <laughs> but um one of my favorite queer movies of all time.
0: If you say eating out, I'm going to punch you in the face. Eating out? Yeah, that's a queer movie. It's a queer no, movie. I've
1: never seen that one.
0: It's basically softcore porn.
1: No. God's Country is my favorite.
0: I've heard about that. I haven't watched it though. It's um
1: it's really good. Is it? Yeah, because you have this uh closeted um You have this closeted dude who you know is out there hooking up and. porta potties.
0: I have boundaries. I have standard, standard, <laughs> yeah. standard I have very low standards. Portapotty <laughs> is one of them,
1: <laughs> and uh, and then he he's he works on a farm. It's in Scotland, and he works on a, his parents' farm, and his parents are like you're going to be on this farm forever, basically. And he's like, yeah. well, I don't want to be on this farm forever.
0: I want to be a thespian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be on Broadway, mama. Sorry, I'm in, a, they... I'm in, a, I'm in a, a murder mystery dinner right now, and one of the characters is so fucking hilarious, and that's one of his lines. He was like, I don't want to be a spy, mama. I want to be a thespian. And he, like, taps his foot. I want to be a... Tap tat. What the hell? I am supposed to be this cranky old lady and I'm like biting my lip till it's bleeding, trying not to laugh. <laughs> I love
1: that. Um
0: like, I'd invite you to come to the dinner, but we're sold
1: out because it's so good. Wow. busy So but yeah, and then oh they hire they hire help because the dad is like physically impaired or something. Oh okay. And they hire a help, and he is, um... A uh, help. He's... A <laughs> help. Help. <laughs> it, and, happened, it, it
0: happened again. It keeps cutting out.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe... Uh, yeah. I love that.
0: Gwen is Gwen's, Gwen's amazing. She's pretty. She's great.
1: That's beautiful.
0: Anyways, continue with your story.
1: But they hire a Romanian guy, and there's like...
0: Just immediate fucking in the barn, isn't there? Just like. Well, right at first,
1: away. at first, there's like this, like he's attracted to him, and he's yeah. angry that he's attracted to him. Yeah. So he's kind of like he targets him, kind of in like an aggressive way. Um, which, you know, in a way, is kind of like cute aggression with animals. You know, yeah. so cute, just gonna kill it. Yeah. But like, <laughs> <I think you laughs> but
0: have a problem. But that's yes, true. Sure. <laughs>
1: um. But you know, in the gay world, if you're closeted and and you and you really find attract and you're just like, oh. You know, like, maybe, I don't know, that bigotry comes out in a way that, you know, you really need to, like, think about what you're doing, you know? But anyway, beautiful story. Beautiful. I recommend watching it.
0: I just ended up, like, falling down a rabbit hole of what, like, I was obviously looking at porn. And then I found obviously. this movie, this gay movie. And it was like. There was no, like, it wasn't porn. It was an actual movie, but it was, like, it was called Trapped. It was, like, a one step down from a porn, one step up from a movie, as far as, like, content goes, you know? So there was no, like, actual, you didn't see, like, actual. So it was, like, Game of Thrones? kind of. No, well, mm, kind of. And, the, like, you didn't, well, no, you actually saw Dick in Game of Thrones, but you didn't see Dick in this. But it was called Trapped, and he was trapped in this building. And anyways, he just kept going from encounter to encounter and one of the encounters was a closeted straight guy who was like don't i know you and like obviously it was one of those like you obviously knew him i i'm pretty sure that the main character was a uh, like a male prostitute um uh se- sorry sex worker because prostitute has negative connotations and we do not shame sex workers here we celebrate them because they're fucking amazing um uh and so this uh, straight guy was like, "Oh, I'll show you the way out of the building because it's called trapped. He's trapped in the building, and it's like he's mm-hmm. trapped in this building having sex with people over and over again until he actually finds someone who's attracted to him, and then he gets becomes attracted to them. And then, and then when he's finally, when he basically, I think, falls in love with them, he's like, "Oh, well, you just go down the stairs, and the, the door's right there. And then he goes down the stairs, and the door out of the building is there. But he turns around and goes back to the guy, so it's. I think it's like this. It's a really cool, like, I think it's a really cool, um, like narrative representation about hookup culture. You mm-hmm. know, how you get trapped in a hookup culture, never connecting to anyone but doing what you have to do because he takes money for every time he has sex, he ends up taking money. So that's you know, it's very clear that he's a, a sex worker, but it's like then he finds love, and love is what frees him from this, but he goes back to the, it was it's really cool. Yeah. But he has this encounter with this closeted straight guy. This closeted straight guy like wants to to like to have sex with him. And then once he does and he's done, he like punches them and tries to choke him. Mm. And it's that that like that that inner hatred of like you're doing what you want to do. You're, you're hooking up with someone. It's a positive experience for you. And then you turn right around to, like, aggression yeah. and abuse mm-hmm. because you're, you hate yourself so much. You're...
1: I hooked up with somebody one time who did that.
0: Really? hmm Were they physically violent with you? hmm That's terrifying. I'm sorry. I was
1: scared shitless. But luckily I was in, well, <laughs> I was in somebody else's home uh, that I was living with. And it was actually her father's home. It was my best friend at the time. And I was living in her dad's home. Um because she lived there and they took me in. And anyway, I, I, while everybody was gone, I hooked up with somebody other, and then he yeah, he, we were we were being sexual and all of a sudden he started getting extremely aggressive Oof. and like hurting me. And I was like, Oh my god, like like choking me and shit. Like uh, like not in a
0: No, not in a consensual sexual not in a
1: consensual sexual. It was very abusive and scary. Yeah. I was afraid. I was really afraid, but I think because of where I was, that that he he also knew that it wasn't my house, like yeah. that there was, you know, potential e- for other people to be there. Yeah, so maybe that saved me, but like I I was like terrified. Was That's te- unfortunately terrified,
0: not uncommon for queer people to. You know, they hook up with a closeted straight guy. That's why you have to be really careful with closeted people because they, yeah. you know, in the middle of it could all of a sudden regret their decision and then they take all their aggression and their self-hatred out on you because mm-hmm. you're, quote-unquote, the problem. Yeah. You seduced them. You did whatever, you know. Fuckers. Yeah. Just fucking, just fucking live your fucking life. Just yeah. be yourself. God damn it. Divorce your wife and go fuck all the men. Who cares? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You'll be happier. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Or even if you're not happier, you won't hate yourself as much. You know, like, maybe you won't be happier because you've got a lot of shit of trauma that you're going to have to process that you're probably not going to. But at least you're not going to be stuck in a miserable marriage while you're also miserable.
1: Yeah, and taking that
0: on, on other people. At least the sex will be good. At least you'll like the sex. <laughs> if you're going to be miserable, at least you'll like the sex. <laughs> Go fucking hook up with people in the bushes on trails. Like, whatever. Do whatever you're going to do. Just be safe about it. But, like, fucking just do it. What... You've got one life. What are you going to do? Die next to your wife that's you hate and you're miserable and you're just going to be miserable for the rest of your life never having fucked a man? Like, Can you imagine how many people have done that? Yes, I can. I thought it was going to be me for a very long time. To
1: just die miserable?
0: Uh. It's sad. It's really sad, honestly.
1: Yeah, I remember it. Uh Moral of
0: the story. Go fuck more men. Go fuck <laughs> <laughs> for the love of god suck a dick for the
1: love of god suck a dick
0: <laughs> proverbs uh <laughs> 16 23 says for the love of god for god's so love the world he commanded you to suck a dick <laughs> oh my god <coughs> we're definitely
1: going to hell yeah yeah i hope that i really hope the god of the New Testament does not exist. Or the Old Testament. <laughs> and if he
0: does, though, you know he's queer as fuck. You know he has slept with a lot of, all kinds of people. Every yeah. single one, you know?
1: Well, technically, you know, um, if you want to be technical uh, about the Bible, uh, for Christians who believe that Jesus is the Messiah, he never claimed to be the Messiah. Not nope. once. Nope. Everyone put that on him. Yeah. So... Maybe also, he was just a really good fucking guy who
0: actually cared about humanity he was and a, he was Palestinian when he died he died like Jesus was real he just wasn't a deity he was just a man when he died everything after Jesus's death is made up they made up the resurrection you to know. Uh, you know better fit their their uh, uh manipulation and narrative I
1: mean come on the Roman Emperor. All of a sudden, decided to be Christian. No, no,
0: no. It's it's, it's like, I one of my roommates was a uh, religious studies major and a, and a gay man, and he, like, had studied this, like, the actual history. And he was like, yeah, no, everything after the crucifixion was made up. Yeah, all the resurrection and all of that, the him being the son of God was all made up. Yeah, all fabricated to, um, to control people.
1: Yeah, because there was so many different gods and goddesses of that time and different mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. different. Churches basically you have different things Sex. and it's yeah, and it's S-C-T-S. more difficult to control a population of people Who have different beliefs or different ideas and who are just free to believe in whatever they want to believe mm-hmm. so they decided Alright, let's make this one thing. It's popular. It's kind of like, it's going with it. We're going with it We're gonna make this the thing and then we're going to fucking control the population ultimately was the downfall for the Roman Empire. So all I'm saying is that conservative Christianity ultimately, in capitalism, <laughs> created the downfall for the Roman Empire. So,
0: yeah, let's be careful. Where are we yeah. <laughs> yeah. You think people can <coughs> learn from their own mistakes, but nope. <laughs> History repeats itself. Yeah. Literally. Due to
1: lack of education. God,
0: let's go back to talking about sex. That was much more fun. <laughs> God, this is depressing. Ugh. Life is depressing. It is depressing. Except with my
1: boyfriend. He's nice. He's Ugh. good.
0: Good for you. So happy. I am happy. I'm just kidding. I am really happy for you. I'm not. Why? You don't know how to be happy. No,
1: he's not here. That's uh, why I'm not happy. <laughs> it's a long distance relationship right now, and it's.
0: Oh. Meet in the middle.
1: Meet in the middle.
0: Go somewhere. Be with him. Get Nebraska? <laughs> we
1: are not meeting in the middle. Okay. No. Then go
0: up. Go north. Go, go up. North. Canada. Just get the fuck out of here. What do you what do you what, what 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 in Humboldt County besides me is holding you here? We can do this podcast remotely. It's fine. <laughs> oh.
1: Um My sister would like to be on the podcast. I don't know if fuck we do
0: yeah. yeah, we can do uh we can do uh, Skype or possibly Zoom.
1: Like she can actually like be on it remotely? Mm-hmm.
0: We, sh- we can also do a phone call. There's a way, I don't remember how at this moment, but there is a way to like accept a phone call and plug it into the system so it comes across the station. Wow. Mm-hmm. But we can also just do Skype. She can Skype in too, because er- all of the sound that comes through the computer goes onto the 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 town uh, board. Mm. So yeah. well,
1: she's been um I talked to her last night and she's been doing a lot of um reading about attachment styles and she has a lot of, like she's learning a lot in that area, which is actually something that a lot of queer people yes. um and just people who ex- have experienced trauma and abuse in their lives Can really benefit from, from the education, and from that.
0: Emerson is really big about that. that One of the uh, hosts that was on here for a while was uh, really big into attachment styles. They knew a lot about it. Yeah. Um, Our next podcast is December 2nd. So if she wants to be on the podcast on December 2nd, let's make it happen. Okay.
1: I'll see if she wants to do it and she's funny cause she's she's
0: fucking hilarious I adore her <laughs> she's almost as funny as you are <laughs> not quite but close not quite no I yeah. actually wanna have my sister on the podcast as well so. oh
1: yeah I, would... I haven't even met your sister she's I would love to meet her
0: amazing she's so great almost as funny as me of course <laughs> you would you would adore her she's great
1: could you imagine like cause my sister actually wants to come visit I think Uh-oh. you your sister and my sister and we need to get together
0: the four of us yes Oh, it would be quite a hoot. <laughs> it would be a
1: hoot and a holler.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it sure would, a hoot and a half. Yes, it would. Oh, yeah. God. Oh, that would be hilarious. That would be a whole mess. God, My sister and I are, like, we love to, like, make fun of each other. And it just, oh, God, it's hilarious. I adore my sister.
1: I bet our sisters would be, like, they become best friends and want to, like, hang Probably. out. Probably. They get Honestly. each other's numbers and... Call each other and shit. I don't
0: know. My sister, my sister's still a Christian though. So she's I well, mean, she's pretty out there, but she's still a Christian. My sister
1: is she's I don't know, <laughs> but uh, she lives in Alabama, so that's why I
0: don't know because so the, her percentage of, of she's she's
1: educated is. and she's smart, and so she's seen
0: about Alabama then,
1: she had kids.
0: Mm. Fucking ruined everything. <laughs> <laughs> ruin everything.
1: She had kids. Hey, Well, she was. You know, she lived there since high school. Well, yeah. So, you know, I guess it's. it's kind of, first of all, you're one to talk. Oh yeah, I know. I'm fully being hypocritical oh. right now. Yeah, <laughs> like,
0: yeah no. I, I I fully recognize that. I'm I'm I'm. uh You're a
1: Humboldt native. Never have left. Never. Humble till the day you die. Yeah,
0: think, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Just, it's a great conversation. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. Shut the fuck up, you asshole. Yeah.
0: I'm working on it someday. I don't know. It's hard, it it's sure really is hard it, I, and I genuinely mean that like it's
1: it is hard.
0: I have realized that I've had an interaction recently with a friend of mine that was like a it was a it was a challenging harsh interaction, but it was one of those like this hurt, but it it um one of the things I've learned in my life is that. You can learn something from every single interaction. Someone yelling faggot at you on the street, you can learn something from that. You can learn something from someone being really nice and sweet and saying like from a therapist, that's great. You can learn something from that. You can learn something from, when someone cares about you deeply and they say something to you, whether it's harsh, difficult, mean, whatever, you can learn something from that. Everything's an opportunity. Everything's an opportunity. I've recently had an interaction that that was challenging but I took it to heart, and I sat with it, and I listened, and I, I um, really tried to learn from it. And, and I, it opened up my eyes and made me realize that I have got some serious like codependency and attachment issues. And that like, for me to leave humbled, it would definitely benefit my life, but I am incapable of doing that. So I need to ask myself, why? Why? why am I incapable of making that step? And what's going on that's keeping me from doing that? And I've... I've learned well, you're not
1: incapable of doing it, but there are challenges.
0: And, and there's a lot of fear. Yeah. I have, you know, like... Like, my... my so, genuinely... We've only got, like, 15 more minutes, so this is a great time to start a deep conversation. <laughs> 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 Genuinely, ending up in the hospital with... Eight, so I ended up in the hospital with meningitis, and which just can be deadly. Yes. Um, and I was actually dying. I found out later I was actually dying. And then got my HIV diagnosis. And, and I had to spend time with my parents. They had to help me eat. They had to help me get in and out of bed. Like, I was... I literally the only things I could do was go to the bathroom by myself, and I mean like actually use the bathroom. Like I needed help getting up and down, and I could f- physically feed myself, but I couldn't cook my own food. Nothing. Mm-hmm. That was it. So I had to I had to lean on my family a lot. So there's that there's a percentage of fear that like what if I leave and I get
1: something sick again? happens?
0: Yes, who will take care of me? Right. There's also the like. In my church there was the deep deep um, unhealthy like connection to family that like family was the only thing that mattered didn't matter like family was like family was more important than everything Mm. you know like oh you have friends that want to hang out on saturday but saturday's family dinner time doesn't matter go to family dinner because family is more important than anything Mm -hmm. so i have that as well so For me, when I think about moving, it's not about what I want. It's not about what would make me happy. It's not about the fact that I could have a better job. I might could meet someone that would actually, that I could fall in love with, that my life would improve, that I'd be out of the area of my trauma. Mm -hmm. It's, it would make my mom and my sister sad, so I can't do it. Yeah. Which is an an unhealthy attachment, but like, that's where I'm at. And I don't know how to get past that, you know?
1: Yeah. Um... Uh I mean for me it was it, I I grew up moving around a lot because of my mother mm. um, constantly moving so I' I'm, I'm, I was I got to the point where moving, even with like no money in my bank account, just deciding to get up and move, I would do and because it was easy for me. but at the same time I had a codependency code with my mother where I would always come back. Mm. always like I would move away, come back, I would move away, come back move away, come back. It happened like five, six times. And um that was something I had to like get over in that area of codependency with her. Um which was extremely difficult.
0: It's hard. It's very difficult. I'm third generation in Hubble County. Like the the church that I grew up in, my grandparents helped start, helped build, you know, for the most part. And so it's it's not that I'm religious in any capacity, but it's like, <coughs> it's hard because my my mom, my mom, my dad is so awful to my mom and my mom has been ha- like so miserable for most of her life that the only joy that comes from her life is her kids. So it would just like.
1: And it's sad how many mothers experience that same thing.
0: And I watched, when my sister went away to college for a semester in a different state, I watched how devastating it was for my mom. That was so hard. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's so hard for me to know that, like, me living, like, this is a problem. I'm not saying this is healthy. This is a problem. But, like, my comfort isn't as important to me. My happiness, my comfort, my life isn't as important to me as their happiness So when I think about, well, like, yeah, I could move and improve my life, but it would make their life worse. So Mm. why would I do that? You know? And that's a religion thing. I feel like that's a religion and trauma thing. It
1: is definitely comes from trauma.
0: And that's not good because I encourage people to do the exact opposite. Yeah. You know? Like, when I was a hairstylist, people would as they do ask my advice, I have no fucking idea why, because <laughs> of all the people they shouldn't been asking me. Um, people would ask me, like, what should I do? Like, I don't know what decision to make. I got these options. And I would say, okay, if there were no influences or no consequences, what would your decision be? If your family didn't matter, if, if you knew you would, if you knew you could be successful if there were no other influencers or consequences, what would you choose? And every time people would be like, oh, this, easily. Oh, I would choose art instead of business. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would choose X, Y, and Z. Oh, I'd move over to here and do this. Mm -hmm. Oh, I would, whatever. Then do that. Yeah. Because that's obviously your purest desire. That's what you want to do. Yeah.
1: I mean, personally, moving out here, the third time, I moved out here three times. First for the cult. Second, I came back because I wanted to get away from my mother. And then I met my first boyfriend. That was trash. And then I moved back to my mother. And then I came out here the third time, just recently.
0: To meet me. That's what the universe needed you to meet me. That's what it was.
1: Right, and <laughs>
0: sure, okay, uh-huh. we'll go with that.
1: Whatever helps you, honey. <laughs> um, <laughs>
0: Listen, don't act like your life hasn't been <laughs> enriched by me.
1: I'll guess. it's like it's like sprinkles on top of the ice cream. Like, <laughs> like we don't need it, but it's fun.
0: <laughs> actually do anything but it looks pretty (laughs) 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 i'm offended and entertained
1: (laughs) (laughs) um but moving out here the third time is i've got no contact with my mom which needed to happen
0: congratulations by the way
1: yes yes healing we love that
0: and sometimes boundaries are Sometimes boundaries look like a line in the sand. Sometimes they look like a full fortress. Yeah. You know? You got to, to do what you have to do. You have to do what you got to do. You got to,
1: it's like, you really have to focus on your your happiness and your health. You have to. And, like, your mental health is going to affect your body. Like, I was suffering physically because of my mental health. Because yes. of
0: her. I was suffering physically. Did you know, I'm reading The Body Keeps the Score, I recommend that book for everyone. Um, Autoimmune issues. Like, it raises your health risk for cancer, I believe. Like, joint pain, gut issues, mental, like, trauma genuinely not only affects your body, but gives you um, diseases and discomfort and, and and sickness. Yeah
1: which is why it's so important to protect your your mental stability.
0: If you're going to the gym but not therapy, you're only <laughs> doing half the job, <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Like it, yeah. it like genuinely, sometimes yeah. like sometimes like yeah, going to the gym is great, but like sometimes therapy is what you need to like it like it they're interconnected. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not parallel, they're intertwined.
1: Right. Yeah. And it was the best decision. It was the best I I, I found my boyfriend who I love and actually loves me and is non abusive, which is what? What? <laughs> Taboo. I didn't know they existed. <laughs> I still don't believe it. If I, I, know. I had never in
0: person, I wouldn't have believed you was <laughs> Your boyfriend is lovely.
1: He's great. Yeah. And it's, it's 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 still weird or we it's still weird for me to have somebody and unfortunately, it's long distance right now.
0: Just, but that's temporary.
1: Yeah, but um, but if I didn't move here and get the job that I had and started posting them TikToks,
0: then he. It still makes me mad because I'm significantly funnier than you. <laughs> 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 and, and you fucking about a boyfriend that's on TikTok. That's objective. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to start putting my shit on TikTok. That's what I
1: need to do. Apparently, and you can find your boyfriend in Omaha, Nebraska and he'll come out here and come on you. I was going to say he'll come out here and come out here. <laughs> 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 he'll come out here and come <coughs> out here and come.
0: <laughs> That'd be great.
1: Yeah. I don't know the dating pool around here is <laughs> non fucking existent. <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's depressing. <clears throat> the amount of abusive relationships I've been in here Like, I had less abusive relationships in Alabama, which actually, well, that's not true. I had abusive of both. But anyway, I don't know. It was just bad. It was bad, honey.
0: It's so bad. It's so bad. I know. I I mean, I genuinely, I realized, I turned 40 this week. I turned 40 on Tuesday. And... (gasps) Tuesday. Tuesday. (laughs) Tuesday. We should have had a Tony Tuesday for Aiden turning 40. (laughs) That would have been real bad.
1: Um, <laughs> uh, oh I my god! Sh- I have flyers and a banner that says Tony Tuesday. <laughs> Tony Tuesday, but it's your birthday.
0: <laughs> I. It's been 13 years since I've been in a relationship, and the relationship I was in was uh, not abusive and toxic. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's it's just. I mean, between me being traumatized and having standards, it's just not. <laughs> it's <laughs> not going <laughs> to happen, you know. Like. It's rough here. It's real rough. It is. But that fucks with your psyche, you know? It fucks mm-hmm. with your mental health. Not that relationships give you validation or worth, but, like, it's something that's important to me. I want to be in a relationship. Yeah. I want I think to that, experience well, that, that's, you know?
1: I believe that's a human, like, a core,
0: a human core value. Well, it's scientific. Humans are built for relationships. Yeah.
1: Not necessarily We're like romantic. penguins, you know? Yeah. Penguins, like... Penguins are gay. <laughs> <laughs> penguins are gay. They're very gay. They're, they're very also gay. heterosexual. Whatever. They're very queer. And they but they go after they love We love penguins. That's we so love penguins. <laughs> <laughs> but they they they'll they find the one they love, regardless of gender or sex. And that's it. And
0: they're done. That that that's it. It's the all rest, of life. rest of their lives. Yeah. Oh
1: that my god. Awesome. Gay penguins. Reading about gay penguins and how they adopt the little baby penguins. I...
0: Have you heard that story about the gay penguins that uh, that uh, were th- found a rock and they thought that they were hatching an egg, but it was just a rock. <gasps> and then <clears throat> the zoo, it was in a zoo, so they thought they were hatching an egg, but it was just a rock. So there was no obviously no baby. But then, so sometimes apparently, like if there are too many eggs or whatever. For one couple to manage, they just kind of, like, sometimes an egg will get neglected. Mm-hmm. So the zoo replaced the rock with an egg. And then that gay couple got to raise a penguin. Oh, Isn't my God. Isn't that the God. sweetest thing you've ever heard in your entire life?
1: Yes. I'm going to get uh, a penguin tattoo.
0: <gasps> Let's do it together.
1: Do you want to? That'll be my first tattoo. A penguin tattoo? You've never
0: had a tattoo before? No. I have several.
1: Yeah, I know. You're tatted.
0: I'm, I'm basically a... Just a tatted whore. Over here. <laughs> Aiden out. has queer One, tatted two, on three. their arm. I have queer tatted on my arm with danglies with moons and stars. Because I have the, the word
1: w- queer needs to be more queer. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I have the Wonder Woman, lo- uh, like it like logo or whatever.
1: Oh, you don't even need the word queer
0: on you. That's and, queer is it? No. And the colors in the Wonder Woman <laughs> tattoo are the non-binary flag colors. Then I have a barber pole. But instead of red, white, and blue, it's the trans and non-binary flag colors. And then I have like a celestial kind of uh, geometric. Which I love that. I designed that one. That That was the one I designed myself.
1: That's probably my favorite tattoo on you. It's pretty fucking amazing. Well, that I've seen. I don't know if you have any hidden...
0: Yeah, I've got one right above my dick. (laughs) The only tattoos I have are the ones on my arms. You can see. I want to get some hand tattoos. I fucking love hand tattoos. I think I want to get a ring tattooed on my middle finger. I don't even know what I want to say. I just want a ring tattoo. Maybe just a circle.
1: Oh, get like a like um get uh the thorn and crowns.
0: Oh, come on! Great idea. Come
1: on. Let's get a great idea. And then just put a cross (coughs) on my middle finger. No. Oh, <laughs> Jesus loves
0: you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> An upside down cross on your middle finger.
0: <laughs> oh! oh Ooh! Ooh! I love that. I like mm. that, too. With the
1: crown of thorns on top. Have <sighs>
0: you ever played the game Bloodborne? You haven't, I know. No. I love Bloodborne. I love Dark Souls, Souls-like games. I'm a huge my My boyfriend gamer. likes oh. Dark Souls. I know. I finally got your boyfriend to play Lies of P. Oh! So excited. Yeah. Um, But... One of uh, like the the hunter sig- insignia for that is uh someone hanging upside down on like so it's like a it's like a the the shape is like a line down the middle and then like a like a like a diamond shape upside down with a circle at the bottom because that's their head and their arms mm-hmm. and it kind of looks like an upside down cross which would be really cool to be like oh it's no it's bloodborne it's not <laughs> it's not um no not a heretic or it's whatever. not Peter yeah. Uh, This isn't uh, (laughs) anti-Jesus.
1: Fun fact, Peter was the one who died upside down. Yeah, not Jesus. On a cross. Which, uh, I don't know how the upside down cross became.
0: The story I heard, which I don't believe is true, is that because Jesus was crucified on a cross, Peter didn't think he was worthy to be. Yeah, just like Jesus who was crucified upside that's, down. That's, I mean, that's the You're story. You're fucking dying on a cross. That's who in the, the Bible, but cares like, how it goes. Yeah, God.
1: But like, the upside down cross became like the satanic symbol. But in reality, you have somebody in the Bible, Peter, who was a disciple, and he was the one hung up. Upside down. How's that satanic? I'm confused about the situation. But whatever makes it satanic is better. I think we should make the whole thing satanic because because manipulation and control is bad. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's a note we're gonna leave you on. <laughs> 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 Thank you for
1: joining today. Uh we've had a blast. Hold on one second.
0: Oh, <laughs> I just heard this joke I'm going to leave you with Why did all the ladies love Jesus? Because he was hung like this <laughs> Spreading out my arms He was hung like this He's got a big dick Anyways, okay on that note, bye <laughs> We love you, be good <laughs> Please <laughs> Repent Repent Repent, repent, repent <laughs>